right, we are recording. Okay, um, welcome to On The Line. I'm Jenny Robb with USTA Alabama, and we are celebrating Tennis Month, and I'm so excited to introduce Lindsay Song. Um, she is a native of Birmingham, Alabama, and is currently a senior at Auburn University and a student athlete all the way through. So Lindsay, we just wanna hear a little bit about your journey. Um, how, how did it all begin? <laughs> so um, my family like always loved playing tennis. Like my parents play, I have an older brother, Brian and an older sister, Elaine, who also both played um, junior tennis and my brother played college tennis as well. Um, but, and they're like quite a bit older than me as well. So I, I kind of saw them go through the junior circuit at first and kind of their process. So, um, and my parents again, both play. So we were always out on the courts and it was kind of like a family affair to start out with. And right. I, um, my parents, they didn't like push me into it, but they were just kind of like, you have to try it, you know, and if you don't like it or however, like whether you want to play college tennis or whether you want to, you know, go through junior tennis and stuff like that's up to you, but like at least play for fun so that we could all play. And that was probably like when I was five and, but I didn't play competitively like at all. Like that was literally strictly just for fun, taking lessons, huh. summer camps, all that. Um, so to be honest, I didn't start playing. I didn't really start taking it seriously. And like, you know, where you'd stop everything else, like stop soccer and gymnastics and all that. I didn't really do that. I didn't really take it competitively until probably 11. Yeah, 10, 11, somewhere on there. So did you um, play other sports? What, what other things were you involved with before yeah, before just, just tennis? Honestly, it wasn't even just athletics. Like I was with soccer. I liked gymnastics for a while. Um, but even beyond athletics, it was just like being a kid, you know, and enjoying summer. So I did like a lot of summer camps, um, kind of like girl, I was a Girl Scout. So I did yeah. like, um, I would sign up for like summer camp, like, you know, you'd go to like the ranches and like have horses and stuff and like, you know, just typical, typical like summer camp I would right. go to. Um, I, I'm trying to think. I, I also enjoyed swimming. That was kind of a, more of a fun thing, but I enjoyed swimming. And then even like during the school year, I actually really liked, um, I remember joining like drama clubs and I yeah. used to love doing like after school plays production and things okay. like that. So yeah, it was just about like just being a kid and like signing up for like everything, you know, like yeah. and just having fun. So, um, and then again, 10, 11, when I started taking it seriously, that's when I kind of, you know, strictly just went straight to tennis practice mm -hmm. after school and, you know, summers were taken up by USTA tournaments and things <laughs> like that. But um, it was super fun because, like, I, I met my closest friends and I got to work with cool people like you. So <laughs> it's been super fun. It's been super fun to, like, um, like, the journey, like, it started out, like, really just fun. And it still was all throughout, um, all throughout high school. And then I started online schooling seventh grade. Yeah, seventh grade. I went to public school up until sixth grade. And then seventh grade was when I started online schooling. Okay. And that was like, that was like a really popular thing with my generation, like yeah. of tennis players. Cause I remember, I remember like, this is when, oops, sorry. I remember <laughs> this is when, um, I remember this is when like 
people started going to Florida, you know, for the academies right. and stuff. And like that became like an, a popular thing to actually like mm-hmm. move from like mm-hmm. hometown and go online schooling and stuff. And so, but like my parents didn't want me to stay, like go all the way to Florida mm-hmm. um, for academies and stuff. So I mainly just played out of Birmingham and just like traveled to as many tournaments as I could and like found anyone that I could to hit with. And mm-hmm. um, that was all throughout high school and junior, senior year was when I learned about college recruiting process and, mm-hmm. um, you know, what it, what like learned kind of like what it's going to take and what it means to be a student athlete. And like, right. you know, obviously it's not going to be easy, but I think online schooling helped me with that. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I online schooled and that was another online schooling was my decision. Mm-hmm. And my parents were like, okay, but when you do this, like you do realize like, it's not just going to be, you know, you just sitting around doing nothing. Like you right. have to, you have to fill up your time. The reason right. why we're online right. schooling is for the flexibility. Right. Um, to play and travel. So I think online schooling really gave me an idea of what student athlete life is like in college, because it takes a lot of balance and it takes a lot of time, you know, time like scheduling and um, just making sure that like you do realize like you've got a good like chunk of dedicated tennis, you know, and then you kind of like work around everything after that. And I got to tell you that I mean, I don't think that's an easy thing. (laughs) I mean, for for you to manage your time and, um, you know, be in charge of your training schedule, your hitting schedule, your tournament schedule, and still making sure, because I know what a dedicated student you are as well. So you're you're taking care of your academics and, and you're also managing you know, like you said, the balance between your academics and your athletics, um, that, that's, that is not an easy choice. Um, so, so that's pretty cool. Um, how dedicated and committed you were to make that happen, um, and, and continue the balance, which, which you have, I mean, I I know your family. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. I like, I look back at it now and I'm just like, Wow, I can't believe as a seventh grader, I like wanted, you know, wanted to, like, I wanted to do that. I was ready. I was, like you said, excited to manage my own practices, figure out my tournament schedules, things like that at at such a young age. And, you know, when I was going through it, I thought, oh, this was normal. And I had a lot of friends who were doing the exact same thing. So yeah, it was like a norm. It was like a trend almost. I was like, this is, this is normal. But then I'm looking back at it. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not normal. Definitely. (laughs) Well, definitely you, like wise beyond my years I guess no you, you absolutely but you know I also just want to say that you know there can be this this idea that then you're isolated you know but you are not isolated you are a social <laughs> girl you have tons of friends and, and, and the, outside of the tennis community even though that's a huge community too but you yeah. know that that sort of stereotype that exists out there that you don't you don't fit that (laughs) (laughs) but you know I mean like you said as a seventh grader to take that on and make it work and you've thrived I mean so that's that's been fantastic so you're a senior now at Auburn 
So you're still representing Alabama. Um, you know, what was it like um, all those years that, that you got to represent Alabama, being part of Team Alabama, whether it was Southern Cup or at the Southern Closed when you're Team Alabama and you kind of have that, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a cool thing. I mean, it's, it's a responsibility. Yeah. It, there's a little bit of pressure, but it's like you're representing your state. That's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. Um, that's such a good point to bring up as well. Like <laughs> Alabama out of the Southern states um, wasn't necessarily like the strongest right. state um, right. or tennis. Right. And because I compared to like Georgia, you know, where the like oh. tennis players were popping out like crazy. Well, yeah, um, I mean, there's more tennis players in Atlanta than in the whole state of Alabama. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly, it's just exactly. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And like, I mean, even when we would go to Southern Cup, even like states like North Carolina and South Carolina had like really good tennis players and like yep. really yep. good groups of them, like academies, you know. And and I think that's that was the hardest part about Alabama is we didn't have like a central academy. Um, But it still made me really proud to almost even more proud to say like, Hey, you know, there's not a lot of tennis players out coming from Alabama and there's not like, we don't have a main big academy, but at least I'm here, you know, (laughs) essentially at least like, and it almost made that bond when you found other tennis players from Alabama, it, almost made that bond stronger you know like me and Maddie are still close to this day obviously yeah. being teammates and like I still keep up with like Vincent yeah. and um you know hearing even people younger than me like Maggie White you know playing tennis at UAB um so it, it made that bond stronger and I definitely think that going to Southern Cup or representing Alabama at Southerns and even Zonals Mm-hmm. you could tell you could tell when you found another Alabama tennis player it was like y- you got close you know and it was normal to like go to Southerns and ask for a warm-up from another you know Alabama like another person from Alabama um and so whereas like Georgia North Carolina South Carolina it's like you had your academy and that was it you didn't sure. really you didn't really I, I didn't see at least like them socialize as much it was just yeah, like there wasn't would, as much of a structure in place yeah. exactly so <laughs> at like Georgia it's like I would see like all of like the lifetime academy players and stuff and it's like again they had their warm-up and they stuck together which is great but I, I think it's cool to like when you ran into you know a tennis again a tennis player from Alabama it was just like oh let, let's warm up let's play doubles let's do this let's do that you know so right I think the bond was definitely special and close. And again, being able to represent it, represent Alabama was so cool. And then especially even going forward to like national tournaments, you know, like um, you're probably, and especially some tournaments, you were even sometimes the only Southerner, you know, so it it was really cool to um, represent like that on on even a bigger scale too. No, well, I love, I mean, Everything that you're saying is just uh, so, so encouraging. And I think will be encouraging to younger players that are, you know, following the path that, that you had. Um, and I love hearing that, that, you know, you're still in touch with all the girls that um, you were on the team with. I mean, yeah. I, uh, I won't go too far down memory lane here, but I, but I remember um, you and like Darren and, yeah. you know. <laughs> and Jamie Martin. Yes, yeah. Jamie. Oh. And, you know, we, we all had Priyanka, I think was in that group. And, you yeah. know, but 
but you know the girls that were there I think I was with y'all at the 12s and then yes. 14. I still have that picture but it's, it just goes to show you know what tennis can offer outside of obviously the health benefits and yeah. you know the college experience that you can track but you know, just, just taking those things off the court that you have those other people that, that know what your experience is like. And so you already share that bond and, um, that's a pretty special thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, your plans are, you know, oh, oh, we have to talk a little bit about, um, COVID. Oh my goodness. So, (laughs) so, so you're, it was your junior year when COVID hit last year. Yeah. So as a junior, COVID hits and so your plans kind of go sideways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so how did you navigate um the whole COVID interruption? <laughs> it was crazy per usual. Like, I mean, that's like the first word people think of, like, is this actually happening? <laughs> right, right, right. Um and so I will never forget the day too, where, when our coach like brought us into the locker room, it was just like, and we were actually that weekend, we were supposed to um, play Alabama. We had a match scheduled against Alabama wow. at home. And so we were gearing up for that. We were focused. And then um, at first only it got suspended, play got suspended. So like, right. they were like all matches from this date to this date have been canceled, but they hadn't canceled like, NCAA championships yet and they hadn't canceled like the SEC tournament they okay essentially was just like pause and Mm -hmm. so like our first our coach was like all right we're still going to train then like we're going to stay here and our school hadn't closed down yet either right right. so he was like we're just gonna you know keep training and you you know attend everything like normal but then the university announced their shutdown NCAA all of that got canceled. SEC eventually got canceled. Like, that was such a wild time. I mean, exactly. I the, the first thing that sort of, when it registered that this was like a big deal was, um, I remember reading a news story on my phone <laughs> and it was like Indian Wells canceled. And oh my like, gosh. Yeah. I was like, what you know because this was like right at the very beginning and so I was like Indian Wells is canceled I was like that's crazy and then you saw all the professional sports fellows like you know NBA you know baseball everything just started it was like dropping like flies you know but but it was I, I remember like they canceled Indian Wells and I so didn't get it I was like I can't believe they canceled Indian Wells yeah and then oh, it was like French Open Wimbledon. Wimbledon was mine for me. I was like, I can't believe they just canceled Wimbledon. So, so you know, that's that's sort of from from the bigger picture. But for you, as a college student playing tennis, you know, I mean, it rocks your world. It rocks yeah, everybody's world for sure. And like just to have practice, even you know, and like your day to day routine just be stopped suddenly, right? And like. I also, again, knew it was going to be, it, this was something big. And, and my coach was like, this is something bigger than just tennis was when the president of the United States, you know, announced the national lockdown. Right. Right. And you're just like, Oh my goodness. Yeah, like something you've never experienced before. And, and so you're just kind of like, how do you react? You know, you have no point of reference. So you're just like, what in the world is happening right now? Yeah. 
exactly. <laughs> but but you moved forward in a just like the the seventh grade girl that was managing her time. <laughs> so you have exciting news going forward. Um, so the next steps for you, um, tell us what what your next steps look like. Yeah. So I, as you said, I'm a senior, and I'm planning on graduating this August, and you know, as awful as COVID was and our season getting cut short, NCAA did grant all spring sports an extra year. And at first I wasn't going to take it, but then after talking with my parents and my coach as well, I have decided to move forward and actually still continue on playing college tennis, just not at Auburn. So I will be transferring to Stanford as a grad student and I will be getting my MBA. That is, is so exciting. exciting. That is so exciting. And, yeah. and, and, you know, that's my alma mater. So I, I have to say, uh, go Bulldogs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so, so we're glad to, to have you staying in the state of Alabama and you continue to represent Alabama so well. Um, so, so tell us a little bit, just as far as what a student athlete schedule looks like. So, yeah. so what is, what does that look like? <laughs> it's well, First of all, it also varies from college to college, and it also varies on, you know, the, like, level of, of like, college, like, D3, D2, D1, but even within D1, there's also those smaller schools that right. are maybe a little less intense than, like, SEC, ACC, right. Um, right. and so it just kind of all depends on what program you choose, but in terms of, like, an SEC student-athlete life, like, it is definitely time-consuming that's how I would describe it first Um, (laughs) because you have a chunk like a big block that is constantly blocked out for tennis like every single day basically and so um, I'll take you a day in the life of my schedule this semester I um, had individuals twice a week and that was in the morning so I had an individual like eight to nine a.m. and then you had your classes whether that was online or in person obviously with COVID things are different but you had your classes usually you try to schedule your classes um in between that time um so like I think I had like a couple classes from like 10 to 11 11 12 Mm -hmm. um this year weights was on Tuesday and Thursday from Mm -hmm. 11 45 12 45 and then we went to practice right after that Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so normally to generalize it, normally our practice times are like Monday through Friday, one to five, basically like, and obviously we're not the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And obviously you're not hitting, you know, like one to five, right. but when it comes to being a student athlete, you also have to take into account the discipline and that includes being on time. And being yep. on time isn't like if you have a one o'clock practice, it's not really one o'clock. Right, you right. Have to get to the yeah. courts. You have to get to the courts around 12 15, 12 yep. 20, so that you have time to get your bag together, get your drinks together. Um, if you're injured, you know, you have to go see the trainer and, you know, make sure that you're properly taped or, or um, you know, any of just any of the injuries that you may have, take a look at them before you go to practice. And you have to be running and warming up by 1250. 
Right. So right. that is right. why. And then you're hitting from like one to three thirty, maybe a little bit of fitness after, just depending mm-hmm. on what the coach has planned. Mm-hmm. And then bone roll recovery, stretching. Right. So that is why, like, yes, you may only be hitting from one to three, but the actual reality and the chunk that you need to plan out is like more like noon to like four. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that reality with us. Yeah. <laughs> I think people don't really understand, like you said, the word discipline, the discipline that it takes to really commit to all those things that, that aren't necessarily written out, yeah, but they just exactly. are like, this is what you do. And, um, you know, that, that amount of discipline, you know, there's a lot of research about, you know, how student athletes make, you know, great, uh, employees or employers, you know, in the, in the work world after. And, and I, I have to agree. I mean, cause you've been doing this like your whole life, really managing your time and prioritizing and, you know, it's kind of the whole mind, body, spirit thing. You have to take care of your hydration and nutrition. Yeah, you have to take care sure. of your fitness outside of the tennis. Then you have to take care of your tennis. But then there's also your studies, your academic life. Exactly. And then there's just the balance of hanging out with friends and, and being a college yeah. student. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so it is a lot to manage. And then you throw COVID into that and it's like, oh my goodness, you know, yeah, <laughs> how do you, how sure. do you juggle? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, it's like when you sign, like definitely, you know, like I always say, like, I, I would love my kids to play tennis or, and, or any sport, but I wouldn't again, push college necessarily like college athletics on them if it's something that they want to do that's awesome but I my advice you know to to people who are thinking about college tennis would be like really think about what you want you know Mm -hmm. in a college program really think about like is tennis do you want tennis to be your priority when you Mm -hmm. head into college because if you sign up for an SEC score or a big time sports program that will be the case you know there will be times where you can't sign up for a specific class that you want to just because it's in practice time, you know, right. and, right. and obviously you're going to have like friends, like who aren't maybe athletics who are, have so much free time during their day, you know, has right. so much whatever um, to hang out and to have fun and like, you'll be practicing, you know, right. so that's just right. kind of something to know going in when you sign, it, it is a, it is a full-time commitment. Yeah, it's, it's a commitment and, you know, you are so driven and that seems like something that's just innate in you. You seem to just, I mean, you just seem so joyful about it. Like, you know, it is so much hard work, but you just kind of have a glow of leaning in to that dedication and commitment. Um, so, so thank you for, for just showing us and explaining to us a little bit about your journey. Um, because it's a beautiful thing that, like you said, you really have to think about it and weigh your options and, and it's not the easy path. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, um, as you come back to Birmingham and you go to Samford, um, you'll be pursuing your MBA. Is that right? Yes, I will be pursuing my MBA. Um, because I majored, I'm a marketing major here at Auburn. Oh, okay. (laughs) We have more to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) So, so when will you start at Sanford? 
I'm starting this fall. Yeah, okay. I'm starting this fall. And I, and we talked about a little, this, a little bit of this before we started recording, but mm-hmm. I am there for two years. I have two more years of college tennis because of my COVID year. And I also redshirted this, um, my senior year. And in case if like people don't know what that is, that's basically where you forego, you choose to not play and compete um, this year so that you could use it again um, the following, the next year, so. Which is a great option, but still to keep up the rigorous schedule and work just as hard, yeah. you know, that, that, that is be. Yeah, it can, that's definitely, yeah, that's definitely a fine line. And that's definitely something I really had to think about when I chose to redshirt this year was like, okay, Lindsay, like it's different to redshirt when you're injured. Cause obviously, right. you know, you didn't have a choice in that, but this right. was literally me you know, choosing to redshirt, um, even though I know I'm 100% healthy and capable. Right. Um, right. So that was definitely something to consider, but definitely like being, cause tennis is such an individual sport. Mm-hmm. So having a team that you practice with every day and that you, you guys encourage each other every day. Um, and we're extremely close as well here at Auburn. So having that is, makes it a lot easier and a lot more fun too. Right. Right. Well, you have a support group, basically. Exactly. You have a group that, that, I mean, a tough decision to choose to sit out, but to save that for the future. I mean, again, these are pretty heavy decisions that you're making and, uh, you know, alter the the course of the way your world is going. Um, But, but it's all exciting stuff. I mean, it seems, it seems like it's going really well. I mean, you have, overcome obstacles for years and years because like you were saying um with being healthy and making the decision to wait you have yeah. been through some injury period yeah. of time and you've always you know done what needed to be done and you've done the physical therapy and the work and you come back and it, you know so tell us a little bit about that sort of experience like because you've gone through some injuries and you've come back every time yeah I and you know Jenny it's um quite like because I remember those injuries I went to in in high school and Mm -hmm. I remember it being just like one year or maybe a year and a half Mm -hmm. um where I kind of went through a string of injuries and I was really concerned I was like is my body like okay to do this (laughs) and luckily like knock on wood I have not had an injury ever since that like kind of like one year like throughout my college like my four years of college tennis so far like I have been pain-free and I felt really good um and so again knock on wood um but I think I think um that that year in high school or it was like eighth grade ninth grade um eighth grade ninth grade I tore my meniscus Mm-hmm. And so that was, that's been my biggest injury so far. I tore my meniscus, had to get surgery, had to really take, you know, time off and, yeah. and basically learn how to walk again and build that muscle up again. Because obviously with any surgery, there's, you, you lose a little bit of your, you know, of your muscle and physical, yep. um, physical yep. just health in general. Um, so yeah, that was probably my, my biggest one. I had a couple of like stress fractures as well in my feet a couple of times and stress fractures are always annoying too, because it's not like you need surgery for that or anything. You literally just like walk in a boot and rest 
And because I mean, as the name says, stress fracture. So like right. Right. literally all you can do for stress really is just rest. <laughs> To not do anything. So I, it's you know, not do things when you're used to doing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's so hard. And so, um, did, you know, rehab for that though, too, and still stayed active. Um, and then I, I always had a couple of like back, like tension problems. And so I kind of had a couple of back spasms that same summer, um, of eighth grade slash ninth grade. But I think, what helped me the most was, first of all, I think an injury is also a sign that you should probably take a rest unless it's like a freak accident. But it usually also means that, you know, you're, you're probably pushing your body a little bit. So I think those injuries were really good for me to take a break first, to force myself to take a break. Um, and also, I learning through those injuries, I, I really learned how to take care of my body, you know, what it means to take care of my body, stay hydrated, sleep well eat well, um, and find other exercises outside of tennis and outside right. of just like going for a jog, you know? Right. So like, I remember I did swimming for rehab, even just like small, like weightlifting, you know, right. like, um, kind of like with ankle weights and, you know, using resistance bands and really just getting creative with other exercise that you didn't mm-hmm. think that those are strengthening your muscles, but they are, and they it, are. it's a big deal. It's Definitely. really important. And so, and then also a little bit more discipline comes in with, again, keeping up with your therapy and your physical therapy and your exercises, because obviously the more you do it, the faster you will be able to get on court. So right. being disciplined with keeping up with that was also something yeah. I learned throughout the, those injuries. That's, that's such a huge testament to, you know, coming back from injury is one of the hardest things for an athlete, I, I think. Yeah. And, you know, most, I would say, maybe want to come back too soon because you start feeling better and then you want to yeah. go full speed and it's hard to kind of rein yourself in and, and still continue doing the physical therapy, doing the band work, those kinds of things when you're, when you are feeling so much better, you know, so to have, yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to sort of have the wisdom um, to be able to choose to go, okay, you know, if, even though I feel better, I still have to follow the directors, the doctors, yeah. you know, advice here and make sure that, that we complete this, um, hundred percent when I go back hundred percent, cause you know, we all know re-injury is usually worse than the initial injury, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it, it is hard. It gets hard there, there at the end when it's like, you're, you're ready to go, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. It's definitely patience is another, is definitely key. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. So, you know, there's so many, there's so many things I could talk to you like all day long, but I'm not going to keep you, but, <laughs> but you know, there's so much in your journey, whether it's overcome, overcoming injuries as obstacles or transferring schools or COVID hitting and, and it, you know, trying to navigate this whole thing. Um, what would you say, what would you say would be like your, what keeps you going? Why, why is this, you know, still you've, you've, you've gone through injuries, you've gone through transfers, you've gone through COVID interruption, you know, what, what is it that keeps you going? I think 
honestly, like my love for tennis, first and foremost, like I, uh, there are days when you get frustrated and tired yeah. of it for sure. Sure. But at the end of the day, I always look back at like the relationships and the friendships that tennis has brought me, the really cool people I've gotten to meet and also all the experiences and traveling I've gotten to do because of it. And, um, and even now, you know, like I, I get to travel, you know, to all these cool SEC schools and play tennis. And, um, you know, there's also like all of the fun, like little perks of being a student athlete. And it, it is something special, you know, it is something special to think about like, wow, like my scheduling is hard. Yes. But at the end of the day, like I, I did that, like I, I can do it, you know? Um, so I think the feeling of that is what also keeps me going, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, it really is just the pure enjoyment of being able to play a sport while doing school, you know, at the same time, like, I think is so Gosh. cool. I, I, and just, I just get chills, by the way. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is like, that is like, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's so cool and so much fun and it's like, life could be a lot harder, you know what I mean? Than like going out and getting to play tennis. And yep. um, I, yeah, I, I think that's honestly what keeps me going. And I, it, it makes me so excited to, to keep up with it. And cause it, it also like how I got started was with my family, you know? So mm -hmm. it, it makes me super excited to keep it even after, well after, like, even if I don't join like a league or something to even just like go out and hang right. out with friends and be like, that's Hey, do you want to go play tennis? It's something you that's know, a part of you, you know, exactly. I mean, so, so you, you'll carry that with you and, and do with it whatever you want, you know. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for taking the time to of talk course. some tennis today and celebrate uh, Tennis Month with us. Um, you've always represented Alabama so well. And so thank you for, for all your hard work and dedication and commitment. Um, Oh my goodness. So I, I, it's been just fun to talk to you and catch up and I know that uh, we'll catch up again soon, but um, thank you so much. Oh yeah. It's so good talking to you, Jenny. It's I miss good you. to talk to you. I miss you too. 